the weird thing is if you if you forcibly reboot instead like it will actually like shut everything down and turn everything back on right um it's i don't know it's just it's an odd uh quirk of things i guess so shutting down is Mm-hmm. Basically the same as putting the computer to sleep in Windows. Like, it's mm-hmm. not too much different anymore. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Oh. So the only way to be sure is to shut it down and pull the plug. Yeah. And uh, throw it in the trash. Right. <laughs> just get a new computer every yeah, time. Just a new one every time. Every time. Fresh yeah. batch. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, and I are closing out our discussion of the book version of Hunt for Red October, which makes my usual reminder to those reading along at home very easy. If you haven't finished the book, then you aren't caught up. And not to jump ahead or anything, but for me, this is the part where the book really pays off. Which I guess is how books are supposed to work, right? The end is the most satisfying part? All right. Anyway, let's not waste any more time with my prattle. Let's get back to my conversation with the Chris's already in progress. We just sat down. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, did you guys do anything fun today? Mm, no. No. Watched movies and door dashed and yeah. read some of this book, so. Yeah, I read this book. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read this book once. Mm. It was pretty At good. time. Yeah. I didn't door dash. Well... I received DoorDash. <laughs> you didn't make the money yourself from taking it. No, I did the opposite. Yeah. The opposite. That's usually how it is. What did you watch? Uh, We watched some Bones. And With Angel in I'm... it? Yeah. And yeah. something I'm forgetting. And then I went and dashed, and I came back, and we watched the... Within the last ten years, remake of Friday the Thirteenth. Hmm. Oh, uh, with the guy oh, no, from sorry, Watchmen. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, with the guy from Watchmen. Yeah, yeah Jackie Earl Haley. That guy. Because we did watch the remake of Friday the Thirteenth like a month ago, but now that it's October, we're apparently we're watching a yeah. scary movie like <laughs> every day. <laughs> so we've already watched Hocus Pocus. Well, you have to. Like got every other day, yeah, we opened it up on Friday with Coco and then Hocus Pocus because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brittany had never seen Coco, and uh, it was only my second time. Yeah, and whatnot. She wasn't too happy about being made to cry. Oh, but, like, <laughs> but the nice thing is, is that we all did. Yeah, because that's the kind of movie that Coco is. I'm like, I never said Coco was fun. I said it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, which is what I hold to. It is a beautiful Disney Pixar movie. It is not always fun, but it is beautiful. Yeah. And very much hits you in the feels. Yeah. So we uh, palate cleansed with Hocus Pocus after that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We watched um, Coco twice in the theaters because Simon fell asleep the first time. 
<laughs> so we went the second time, which was yeah. right after my grandma died, and that's a bad time oh. to see that movie. Like, yeah, yeah, it can also be good, but it's, I mean, it was it hits in the feels. Yeah, if you don't want to be crying in a theater, like, don't go. <laughs> yeah, right don't after a loved one dies to see that movie. So like, I think that's why I like Coco so much. Yeah, a it's just visually appealing and it's a good story, but B it's about that family you lose. Yeah. So, and since I've lost a bunch of them, it's, I like, I find it kind of cathartic sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Just because it's like, yeah, it. remember yeah. your people at the very least. It's like, you know, don't have to worry about if there's a lovely magical land of the dead. It's about remember your people and tell their stories and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, land of the dead featuring people that haven't died yet. Well, only one. <laughs> no, well, I... What was that uh what's that lady's name? The lady who was the MC of that one band that he plays at. Charo. Oh yeah, that was her, wasn't it? She was it? playing herself, but she was dead in it. That was kinda <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> kinda weird, but you know. Yeah. Still good. Yep. You didn't watch all the football? No, we don't have T V anymore that has shit. <laughs> Oh, you didn't watch the. I don't care about football. Like we get highlights from our our roommate friend Chris because he's usually over at his girlfriend's. Yeah, and she still has like TV or something. But we had to get rid of the YouTube TVs because it's seventy bucks a month. Oh yeah, and it's kind of expensive right now, so we don't really get any football coverage. I guess if it's on the CBS channel, we can watch it through Paramount app. Yeah, but like I said, I don't give two shits. (laughs) That's the uh, that's the right attitude. (laughs) I never have. I don't care about football. Yeah. Um, Brittany does, but I don't like last year. Even with YouTube, we had a hard time getting uh-huh. watching the team that she likes. So we're just kind of like this year. We're like, oh well, just just we'll never highlights. Mind. Yeah, just kind of never mind. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I've only been paying some attention because uh, we're doing like a football pool at work. Oh yeah, I'm actually in two of them where you pick one game each week. Oh okay, and you have to go the whole season. If you're right, you're in. If you're Wrong, you're out. Mm. So seems uh, about right. I lasted zero weeks in the first one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, because the Vikings fucked me over. <laughs> I feel like generally they would, unfortunately. <laughs> but there was a second yeah, weird... one, and I'm still alive in there. So, doing well, that's okay. good. Yeah, doing okay. There's absolutely nothing at stake, but <laughs> yeah, I want my name to stay on the undefeated list. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what about you, other Chris? Did you do anything fun? Uh, any more man. photo shoots in the the graveyard? Or no, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, like I mean, I guess I haven't been paying too much attention to that. But yeah, it's it's been pretty quiet. Yeah, yeah. We uh we rewatched uh John Wick the other day. Oh, oh nice. yeah. can't go wrong with that. Yeah, I like that one. I usually end up yeah. seeing that about once a year. <laughs> yeah. just works out that way different people want to watch it or it's on I'm like sweet John Wick yeah can't go wrong with him no you can't don't fuck with Baba Yaga Baba Yaga that's yeah. all I gotta say <laughs> <laughs> don't be a smart ass punk otherwise then you won't and die you certainly don't kill random dogs like what are you doing right dude right <laughs> don't steal a guy's car and don't kill his puppy yeah like even if they're not a you know Ghost out of the shadows, murder you, hitman. <laughs> you don't know about. That's just don't do it to anybody. It's, it's not cool. It's considered a dick move in most cultures. To <laughs> yeah. 
Do you guys watch the whole series or just the first one? Right. Well, I've, I've seen, all, I've seen but... all of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. I've seen the second one. Oddly enough. Interesting. Ooh, you should. Or maybe the third. I know one. I've seen parts of the second one, but really only the first. So. I like the second one because they go to Europe. Yeah. Europe. And that's always fun. <laughs> yep. And is in Rome, and I like Rome because I've been there a few times. Yeah. And I also have, so for the people who are interested in silver and those things, Uh-oh. there's a company. <laughs> here we go. Well, I get them from shit. Yep, here you go. But they make <laughs> silver rounds. They made some gold ones, too, of the John Wick coins, the gold ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, those the are they use at like the hotel or easy to find. Yeah. But they make silver ones. They're, silver ra- they're called silver rounds because they're not uh-huh. an actual coin put out by a government. Mm. But they look just like the John Wick coins. Mm-hmm. And whatnot, and they're pretty popular. Those were actually the first ones I got when I started buying just ounces of silver again last year. Was the John Wick ones? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to get rid of them, but they didn't. They're still readily available. So anyone who's a fan <laughs> and wants to have their very own, well, albeit silver, John Wick coin, you can get them from all the silver sites mm. like Capmex and JM Bullion and all that stuff. Dude, so do they spend at uh, like secret society hotels for assassins? Or uh, I have not tested that. I'm not <laughs> privy to that society. All right, but at the very least, if you have them and you hold on to them for a while, you can sell them for whatever an ounce of silver is worth at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as of right now, is twenty one bucks or so. All right, so good to know. Yeah, yeah. We also watched a spooky <laughs> movie today. We watched Spider Man One. Oh, nice! <laughs> With the Green Goblin. Right, I would say it's got a goblinist <laughs> character in there. It's got the so. Willem Dafoe. There's some crossover with John Wick, right? Yeah, yeah. there you and go. A bunch of other things. Yeah, and um, Coco, I guess I don't know. <clears throat> we could probably make that work yeah. somehow. I don't know why, but Simon has been on a kick where he's like doing the web shooting scene where he's trying to figure out how to make his webs work. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just that part, just quoting just that part. And so I decided we should watch <laughs> it again. But okay, yeah, Levi's like. This is where all the memes are from. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> because it's the really old one now. Yeah. It's like the old like one. Like this movie came out years before you were born, kid. Yeah. It's it's aged into a great meme source. Like Yes. <laughs> Does it still hold up as a movie? Because I haven't watched it in a long time. You know, no. But well, that's unfortunate. I would say that's the thing out I know the original trilogy that's one of my yeah. favorites. It's still pretty good, like but in a different kind of way than we're used to seeing superhero okay. movies now. Like the editing is that's just fair. like panicked almost. Like I never yeah. noticed how quickly Sam hmm. Raimi's cutting all that stuff cuz hmm. he covers a hell of a lot of ground in like the first 20 minutes, but yeah. But yeah. Danielle uh loved it, of course. She's like fucking Toby Maguire like <laughs> why they put it Why they put it in it? Toby Maguire at his prime. That's why they put him in it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I was like, Dad, you know every line in this. Well, I'm sorry. I've seen it a few times. I'm sorry. Back <laughs> back to formula. It was kind of important when we were young. Meh. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. It was important uh, in our popular culture. I remember there being a big deal about how like September 11th delayed it. Because they had to like recut some stuff. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. I forget about that fact. Yeah, it did. Because then yeah. it came out in the spring of '02. They had to redo the posters and stuff. I just remember it fondly because it was 
I got caught up with it in like the end of the school year, end of high school stuff. Yeah. So I saw it with friends and the girlfriend I had at the time and all that kind of shit, along with yeah. Star Wars and all that other stuff. Star Wars. So. Yep. 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 Oh, was it Attack of the Clones? Is that the second one? Yeah. Yeah, it all came out within a few months of each other. So. And the Final Fantasy movie. Oh, yeah. Spirits <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> sure the was. Uncanny Valley movie? That's the one. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> there were news it stories the at the name. time, the children, that were like, do we ever have to hire actors again? Like, look at this. <laughs> look at how good <laughs> these graphics that. are. <laughs> They'll all just it's be like, CGI. Turns out, yes, you yeah. do still need to hire actors. It's so much easier. It's just so much easier to just do that. Just turn the camera on. You got it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man. Anyway, yeah. so how about this book, right? Oh this yeah. Book. His uh, submarines. Yeah. The uh exciting things happened. <laughs> Do you remember the one part? Yeah, where... that part. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally the best part. I hang on, believe hang it. on. I couldn't believe was it. Was it was it this part or the other part? <laughs> I think it was that part. Yeah. That No, I uh Wait. Really enjoyed the uh, the last section a lot. I think I finally bought in on the book in this section. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what do you guys say? I mean, it definitely moved faster. Yeah, like it it definitely uh, clipped along. Like as soon as uh, as soon as stuff started happening, it just kept happening. Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, like it got me to be like, oh, I have to keep reading. Finally, uh-huh. it's like keep turning them pages. Got to find yep. out how where this goes down. Right. How yeah. gonna, How are they going to do things? Right. Yeah, and you know, uh, I probably should have expected it, but I'm like, man, there's a lot of pages left for the end of this book. Mm-hmm. Oh right. wait, more things happened. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> more stuff's going to happen. But. Um, I liked all the cultural sharings too, when they're like, yeah, just getting to know each other and talking about differences in life and stuff like that. Yeah, between the societies and reminiscing. I took a picture of a page in the book where they're talking about, hey, yeah, Americans just put on their freedoms like it's nothing, but these guys can appreciate it, and yeah. America needs people like this to keep it going because otherwise we'll just take it for granted. Yeah, I'm like, that seems pretty prescient from a book from the '80s. Right. They had no idea that Trump was coming, so <laughs> it's going to change our culture and whatnot. I'm like, yeah, this is why we need immigrants and defectors, people who don't take it all for granted. Right. Yeah. I also like that they stopped to comment on the quality of their porn. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> no wonder they want to come to America. This porn is shitty. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't cut it. It's not worth These it. These poses are uninspired. <laughs> I'm, like, what were they, I'm like, what were they doing? Like... <laughs> Why the, was it not as good? Is the this mise en scène like for this. this is terrible. Holding a hammer and sickle or something? Like, <laughs> just like surprise, here are my boobs, but nothing else? Like, what's happening? Very clinical is what I pictured. Very clinical. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> T-pose. Yeah. <laughs> anything hotter is too imperialist, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Well, give Tom Clancy some credit. Ultimately, he won me over. Like, at first, I'm like, could you just get to the point, man? Like... Uh-huh. <laughs> can't handle this and then i uh uh started appreciating like you know if you were into the military stuff there's a lot to get involved in here and so i could see really liking it and then 
in this section, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now that I know all these people, all the things that happen really quickly here make a lot of sense, and I'm actually interested. Right. Yeah. Whereas otherwise, I've been like, oh, okay, so that shit blew up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that blew up, I guess, but uh, I liked it a lot. And like you said, it yep. did, didn't didn't feel like a, a slog, even though it was you know another hundred pages to get through. Like, mm-hmm. let's get to it. So, uh, since it's a school night, should we get into some details? Sure. Yeah, okay. let's go. Let's go. Uh, going on written notes, so you know, we'll see. But so where we left off, right? Uh-huh. Um, Jack Ryan is on that British ship. They just yep. contacted the Red October to let them know that Mother Rush is after him, and they are going to mm-hmm. help. And the Dallas also saw that message, and they're like, what? We're doing what? <laughs> <laughs> right. And also, just a reminder, the Red October is having fake engine issues with its nuclear reactor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we open up on day the 14th, which is December 16th, with a super stallion helicopter zipping off in the dark o'clock to do some secret stuff on the Invincible. And there's a quote here about each man considered the stories that would result that most a handful of people would ever know the entire story. Those would only uh, see disjointed fragments. And that seemed like, you know, uh, Tom Clancy's style here being put into words. Like, that's why he's been doing all this different stuff. You could see how everyone else was getting plugged into it. Like, mm-hmm. Skip Taylor over there been like, well, I wonder what I wonder how that went. <laughs> right. Whatever happened to that, or whatever. So, and all the different uh, military guys on both sides that had little pieces here and there, and they're like, "Huh, mm-hmm. that's weird." That's is that a Russian <laughs> ship, anyway. But yeah. Um. Anyway, they note that the people on the helicopter had no way of knowing that there was a crack in their transmission casing. So that's not good. Uh oh. Uh. So an escort harrier comes out to meet them and also just check one last time for Russian subs, and then they fucking explode. What? Straight into the ocean. But they're yeah. able to do a search and rescue for one guy who seems to have made it out. And that also is like kind of a theme in this book. Like, just one guy surviving all these huge explosions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was, you know, important that that guy survived. Gotta have at least one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's the guy that had the briefcase. He's the briefcase. guy, yeah. Admiral, that's the one. Whatever has the briefcase, and he was supposed yeah. to be the guy, right? So Jack Ryan's like, "Oh boy, read through all these yeah. plans. Like they're gonna, they're gonna keep calling me. Like they're gonna yep. ask me to do this. All right, <laughs> not again. <laughs> God damn it!" Says Jack Ryan after right. reading all the secret plans. Yep. I also liked he's like, "What genius thought this up?" And it was Skip, right? Like Skip thought yep. it up. Skip his his buddy up. Skip. Uh. Anyway, sure enough, the president calls, like, we have a favor to ask, Jack. Uh, you're going to have to take this guy's place, but you can bring a friend. So <laughs> he picks out a Lieutenant Williams uh, who has his O-levels in Russian and fills mm-hmm. him in, and they head off. And as he's leaving, he says to that other commander guy, like, give my regards to your hot <laughs> wife. <laughs> and the admiral's like, you'll probably see her before I do. And I said, hmm. Interesting. This never paid off in this book, but I'm very <laughs> curious now. Like, maybe in why? A future one. Why did they include this detail? <laughs> why did they include this detail? Guess I'll have to read what 
the Russian and the bear? Like, is there what's the what's the name? <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Anyway, elsewhere, the scamp and the Ethan Allen circled the USS Pigeon, and three of the six lions that are the Voltron of their plan are now in place. Like, mm-hmm. uh, on the Red October, Ramius uh, says they got to fix the diesel engine, and there's no way they can call for help because they're so mm-hmm. close to the United States. Uh, but he's like, guys, maybe this this wasn't an accident. I suspect subterfuge. Oh, yeah. Foul play. Foul play. Uh, back in the CIA headquarters, Senator Donaldson from the other part has been mm-hmm. <laughs> called in and surprised to see that uh, his aide Henderson is, is he's in trouble for all his spying. <laughs> spying and whatnot. They're like, hey, Senator, should it be a shame if some people found out your aide was like a Russian spy? Yep. So here's what we'll do. You get to retire. And your boy gets uh, moved somewhere else where he continue to be a spy and link the right info mm-hmm. to the Russian guys. And maybe someday we'll stop like blackmailing right. over this, but we'll see. Yeah. And you're like, oh, right, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to do? I guess so. <laughs> uh, Jack Ryan arrives on the pigeon and tea is had. Very then over at the, on, the, on the Dallas Mancuso has received info on the plan. Uh, and a poor poker smile spreads across his face. The plan being this. The Pigeon has a rescue sub. They're going to take whatever Russians on the Red October don't want to defect the United States mm-hmm. and get them off. Then they use a scuttling charge from the Red October to make it look like that sun sub right. dub blowed up. Meanwhile, the real Red October is just going to chill somewhere while the Ruskies F off back home. It's like, what could possibly go wrong? Nothing. A thousand things, he says, but uh, they blinky light the info to the Ramus as well, and I guess the plan's afoot. For sure. Yep. Uh, but we go back to the hospital and see that surviving cook has mm-hmm. woken up, and the Mormon doctor Tate uh, has employed some medical staff who secretly speak Russian and learned that uh, the name of his ship, and notices when he tells the Russians they are very unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait. They a they really wanted it to be the Red October. <laughs> they were hoping he would have been the one from the Red October, but no. Yeah. No. And even the doctor's like, wait, does that mean there's another sub out there? I'm like, well, oh, yeah. Shit. We've known this like for 250 <laughs> pages, but I think it's funny that even the doctor who's just treating one guy has figured out the whole mm-hmm. whole plot. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, um, I love I love how like at one point it's mentioned like oh we can keep this under wraps cuz you know only like maybe a few hundred people have seen little <laughs> bits and pieces of it like That's no not gonna work. <laughs> no this is this is going to get out like almost immediately <laughs> like yep. yep you guys yep. did a bang up job yeah like at the very end I'm skipping way ahead but they're talking about like well we closed down this channel to get the sub in but you know there could be boats and stuff I don't know <laughs> <laughs> people are allowed to travel here so maybe probably some random dude is going to go on Infowars or whatever and be like I saw this Russian sub thankfully for them it'll be like 25 anyway. years in the future when that would happen like remember that one time I was I was sailing here and I saw that sub that didn't look American yep yeah or he'd get drunk and tell all his friends and they'd be like that's just crazy that's old whatever yep. crazy Jim yeah Anyway, 
Anyway. Uh, back in our part of the story, yeah. uh, CIA gets a message from Cardinal, and they're like, oh, fuck. Get this out ASAP, yeah. but by hand. Um, basically, everyone's like, rut-row. Yep. So I'm guessing, at this point I wrote, I'm guessing this is news about that uh, secret, secret cook who could blow up the ship and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that's, I think that's what we decide. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ramus is busy telling the rest of the crew, like, it's no use, gents. The engine's effed, and the batteries are effed, and we're all effed. But there's a U.S. <laughs> ship here, and he's offered help, but there's no way they're getting this ship. Anyway, it's all my fault, and uh, me and the senior guys are going to shut the lights off, and you guys leave. Like, go go on home. Yep. Yeah. We'll take care of it for sure. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't yep. think about it anymore. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. it's Because it, it's my fault, I'll stay behind. And yeah. uh, blow, it, blow it up. Uh, Jack Ryan loads on to the Mystic Rescue Ship, and they dive and couple with the Red October. Uh Popson's like, hey guys, y'all need some help? Like, however many <laughs> meters underwater, like, just popping by. Yep. Uh, so they take a group of 25 guys with that, uh, the Red October's doctor, and send them off. And Ramus is like, just keep them all together and keep them all quiet. And then they all kind of awkward turtle with each other as they wait for him to come back on shuttle runs. Mm-hmm. Um. I noted Ryan bums a cigarette and uh, it's kind of like, I wonder if there really did have a radiator radiator leak. Like, it's not so good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The rescued Russians are taken straight to the mess hall and given much bacon because it's noted Mm -hmm. men are easier to control when they have bacon. You win hearts (laughs) with bacon. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's that's facts. Yeah. Yeah. Get them full of delicious grease and pig meat. And they're like, what? Why, what have we been doing all our lives? Like, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, a her- hel- helicopter is arriving in a hurry, and they run straight off the helicopter up to the bridge, delivering, I guess, the info. And on the back on the sub, the cook peels off the line to go get his beloved Walkman, he says. Right. And even Ramus is like, didn't notice he didn't come back. So, dropping the ball, guys. It's a critical moment here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last rescue shuttle goes and Ramus makes things official he's like guys I'm officially uh, offering to defect I'm offering the boat and my crew nice Ryan's like welcome to freedom gents freedom <laughs> <laughs> you made it popping bottles <laughs> yep <laughs> shooting off an air horn somewhere I'm like you made it yep but that cook, like, he really went, he had been, he had turned the intercom on earlier, and he's listening, and he's like, oh, god damn it. <sighs> Ryan's confirming exactly what we're going to do, like, blowing up the other old ship in place of this one. And so he's like, I guess I have to do my duty now. Yep. Um, Ramus gets everyone left in place, because they're going to have to skeleton crew this ship. Uh, but he's surprised to learn that Jack Ryan doesn't know how to steer. He's like, listen, I'm a CIA analyst. I write books. Right? <laughs> like, I don't steer boats. I don't steer boats. I was Marine for three months. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't stop him from kicking ass, I noted. Like, he's over here complaining, right? like, I'm just an analyst. Meanwhile, I'm going to lead the charge with, like, guns drawn. And yeah, yep. just an analyst. Shoot All the right, fuck but... out of these guys and steer the ship during the 
fight at the end. Okay. Yep. Yep. Just an analyst. But yeah, I liked that scene because then Captain Ramus is like, well, which book did you write? And upon hearing the list of books, he's like, you know, you were completely wrong about Admiral Halsey. Right? He's like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to do great in the United States. You're already a book critic. Yep. <laughs> yep. And he notes he lights another cigarette and it was terrible. These <laughs> oh. Russian cigarettes. Yep. Uh, yeah. Fucking awful. Not so good. <laughs> Need a filter or something on those things. Right. Menthol, or I don't know. <laughs> uh, Remus tells everyone, listen, if anything goes wrong, and it won't, uh, but we don't have enough guys here to do repairs, so we just seal up the ship. Just seal up the ship. Um, the American guy who speaks Russian, I think his name was Williams. No, wait, the British guy. guy. The British guy who speaks Russian. Yeah. And one of the other officers, they head out to do something. Uh, But they swap stories and admiration of the construction on the Red October. Mm -hmm. Like, but wait, hadn't that light been on in the missile compartment earlier? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They cut back to, to Ryan as the engines are coming out, and he somehow hears, like, gunshots in the distance. Pop, pop. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just the wind. It's like, no, man. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta check this out. He pulls out his nine, and the Russians are all like, what the hell? It's like, listen, I'm an American. We all have guns. Yep. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's just what we do. (laughs) So, yeah, they they all, well, him and Ramus sneak down the corridor of tubes. Ryan taking off his shoes first to sneak better. Um, In the missile room, they note the change in lighting also. And some bodies of those guys. So that's oh, not no. so good. Uh, they sneak through that room trying to clear it out. Uh, they notice there's a work light on in one of the tube quarters. And uh, as Ryan's approaching, he's thinking, man, I was a Marine for three months. This shouldn't be so hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just do a lot of this kind of training and you're basic. I don't know. Anyway. It was the yeah. Cold War. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, for a minute I was I kind of bumped up against them. Like, wouldn't wouldn't like the the hardened sea captain like be better at this? But I don't know. It's probably not a lot of gunfights in his sub. Yeah, no, probably not. Probably not. A little dangerous. I don't know. You know. Um. So yeah, Ramus notices Ryan had taken his shoes off. He's like, "That's a good idea," and tries to do it too, mm-hmm. but he fucks it up. Like, drops his shoe. Yep. <laughs> Makes a loud noise and alerts that dude. Uh. That they were there. And they're immediately shot at, basically. <laughs> so the three of them have a bit of a standoff, although Remus didn't think to bring a gun. So <laughs> Ryan tries to talk to the guy and like convince him, like, you can just come with us. Like, you can be an American with us. But mm-hmm. realizes the guy's probably too, too patriotic. Like, he'll die, but he'll do it happily, doing his job for the motherland. So he's like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to shoot this kid. But I'll take yeah. my clip... Throw it to the right, and I'll roll left. The old switcheroo. Yeah. Which is what he tries to do, but Ramus... Solid snake move. (laughs) Ramus jumps up and turns on the lights first and is shot immediately. I'm like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, he does an action roll and shoots that guy in the lungs twice and then apologizes as he chokes on his blood. Yep. Then Ryan throws up for like 10 minutes straight, so... (laughs) So you know. You know, because he's a regular guy. Yeah. Right. He's a normal human, and you got to flush yeah. the adrenaline somehow. Also, it's kind of gross watching someone choke to death on their blood, but... I, I, I bet. it is in reality. <laughs> it's 
seen too much fake of it in TV and movies. Yeah. True enough. Uh, they radio to help, and they... I liked this scene where Ryan is, like, trying to figure out how to defuse whatever. Like, I don't know what he's doing, so just yeah. pull, it, pull it all out. I don't know. Yeah. Just pull it all out. Probably See wires you pull them. Probably a better real-life solution than trying to find the blue wire or whatever. Like, just disconnect everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take your chances. <laughs> uh, they all decide, I mean, like... it worked. Yeah, let's just go ahead and, like, get this out of here. Like, let's... Let's jettison this missile just to be extra mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. So they uh, return to the command deck. They all turn their keys and they eject the missile from the tank. Meanwhile, the doll's like, "What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> they're launching this. They're launching missiles now." But it doesn't float longer than the gas launchers, and it just kind of twirls down to the floor. And they note the seal over its blast cone breaks, though. I thought that was going to come back later, but I don't know. Yeah. Just a random note. Yep. Uh, also, the Ethan Allen, having already been evacuated by the scamp, has its charge set off, and it blows the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, says jo- Jones- Jonesy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the captain's Jonesy. like, uh, just try to ignore that. Like, that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, and then the scene at the White House, the president's like, hmm, wonder how all that went. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, on to the fifteenth day. Uh, the Red October is falling the the pogi, pogi, yeah, pogi into pogey. some some inlet. Uh, Ryan's up top, uh, and the Dallas is behind, and a smaller boat pulls up and asks how it's going. Ryan lets them know that they have casualties and need medics. They agree to send some guys from the Dallas. Is like get like ten guys who don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a side discussion See, they just they just keep letting people in on this yeah but they, mm-hmm. they won't like talk. more and more people are just knowing about it it's fine they'll keep it secret yeah we it, can trust them america right they're <laughs> That's doing how their this deal. works they took an oath yeah sir right they took an oath need to know basis and clearance and stuff yep there's like a side discussion here too between uh the acting captain boradin about beliefs in God. He's like, I can't let Sartre be right. <laughs> there has to be. Because fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> elsewhere, some other doctor, not the one from before, a different guy, is hurried on to a helicopter to do emergency surgery. Like, what do I bring? Like, take everything. <laughs> and the Dallas ferries over their 10 good men, including Mancuso and Jonesy. Uh, Jonesy. Baroden like is hesitant to let let them on board, but he's like, "All right." Mancus is like, "I tell you what, we had a hell of a time tracking." He's like, "What the hell? You guys were tracking us? <laughs> like how how long though?" And uh, I liked that Baroden was basically took every chance to refer to Ryan as the spy. Yeah, like, fucking spy. <laughs> yeah, capitalist pig. Yeah, goddamn American spies. Uh, <laughs> hmm. The capitalist pig. Yeah. Uh, capitalist Since Soulard, I lived by it for four years. I never went. Do they have bacon? Yes. Oh, well, then I bet it's great. Like, I could walk to it, and I never went there. Oh. I feel sad about it now. Oh. Uh. Well, now I'm sad and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So the Americans... Pig. 
Americans jump on board and have a look around. Uh, and things are a bit just kind of weird, but uh, Jonesy breaks the ice by nerding out on the sonar systems. Like, this runs on vacuum tubes? Like, totally <laughs> kludge. But, like, we can MacGyver you guys like a good radio. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and bring over TV, like, give you guys a glimpse of America. Cultural exchange. <laughs> yeah. Also, just no reason, but can we take something with the serial number of, of your submarine on it? Thanks. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Meanwhile, the doctor from earlier is gently tossed out of the helicopter. <laughs> onto the boat. <laughs> they don't even take time to land. <laughs> and they fly off and they're like, huh, wasn't that sub backwards? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway. We didn't uh, see nothing. The doctor goes and inspects Williams uh, and begins surgery straight away. Like, his heart's on the wrong side. But uh, another fairy from the Dallas brings a bunch of food. Uh, like the note about the guy loading it into the pantry, finding all those dead, dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Just being a little weirded out. <laughs> I was like, I oh, yeah. About that. I guess their kitchen would be kind of full of dead bodies by now. Like, yeah. <laughs> they had a few in tow. Uh, <laughs> Also, they stopped off at the Blockbuster beforehand, so mm-hmm, they're ready mm-hmm. for a fun night in. Um, yeah. They got some of those movie theater candies. <laughs> <laughs> some Red Vines and Mr. Pibb. Like, it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonesy gets to work on his makeshift radio, and the Russian sonar man is, like, gobsmacked that an enlisted yeah. man with only three years' experience could be this knowledgeable in their systems. Uh. After everything is, I mean, it is. It's good engineering work. Yeah. Uh, I guess their enlistment wouldn't learn that much. Just do your job and then whatever. But that was interesting stuff to pick up on throughout this. Was just kind of yeah. How it was conscript based system still and all this other stuff. Like they really didn't expect their lower ranking enlisted to catch on to much during their service. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unlike us, since it's all like I said, all volunteer and. Usually serve for longer and whatnot. So, yeah. I think Ramus makes a note about that later too. He's like, "It's weird. Yeah. Like the volunteer army turns out they're better mm-hmm. at their jobs that way." Yep. It's like, all right. Some of that is like, <laughs> is that's, that and is that's that still really a problem true Russia or? has to this day because they still do conscription and all that. Yeah. So you do have that problem. They're just out after three years. But if you re-enlist, do they get like a sweet Mustang, like with their their bonus money, like they do here, or no? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows now? I don't know. What, I don't know what Putin gives you for that these days. Your own DACA or whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, with everything arranged now, they make to dive, and they jump back to the White House, where uh, Pelt calls Alexei or whatever that Russian guy's name was. To tell him the bad news, like, hey, another sub exploded. You're Red October. Uh, but if you want to have some of your guys come out and, like, check the wreckage with us, then by all means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a uh, brief scene with Skip and the uh, the CNO reviewing some shitty footage of the Red October, and they're like, yep, that's it. Just like we yeah. predicted. There it is. And that guy suggests he could uh, campaign to get old Skip back on back on a ship. Uh, with a new leg and everything, he's like, nah. Pirate leg. Nah, that's okay. <laughs> <Peg> <laughs> Just leg. let me look at it later, and we're right. even. 
<laughs> he's like, good. I was, wasn't sure I was going to make good on that promise, but. <laughs> uh, on the there's like a section here where Brian takes a drink of vodka and passes out. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the U.S. Sea Cliff rescue sub with a Russian officer in tow is making good on Pelt's promise, investigating the wreckage of the totally exploded Red October. Yep, totally. When they get close totally. enough, they discover a piece of equipment with Red October's VIN number on it. Which had been yeah. conveniently magnetized uh, and attached to their sub before leaving. So, yep. <laughs> uh, also, a fucking missile's floating there. Uh, so that's a bonus evidence. Mm-hmm. And the Russian guy's like, "Well, at least the Red October's blowed up, I guess." Yep. When they get back, he <laughs> calls in the serial number. They confirm it, and the Russian guy's like, "I'm out." So. <laughs> uh. Ryan wakes up in time to watch the end credits of E.T. I guess they'd watched it two times in a row, and some of the men are in tears. Oh. Oh. He just wanted to go home. He did. He'll be right here. Yeah. Right here. Uh, They kind of have to explain that contrary to the film, American kids aren't all hoodlums. Well, maybe in California, (laughs) but... Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) Where those liberals live. Yep. They're like... But it, but it's like a kids movie, right? Like this didn't happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the the drop dock confirms that Williams and Captain Ramus are going to pull through, uh, thanks to the Russians' quick first aid. He's also he's like, also, what the hell is going on? What the hell's going on? So, right, add another guy to the list. Yep. Uh, over in Moscow, they're reviewing both the reports of the uh, reports of the. Red October's demise and some info slipped to them by uh, that one guy, the spy from earlier, Donaldson, Donaldson Henderson. Anyway, his new code name is Cassius yeah. now, the one that's going to be sending them information. Well, Cassius was the the Russians' code name for him, right? Right. I think. Yeah, that's what I decided. They didn't spell that out exactly, but I decided that's who that is. Yeah, a noted Roman. Probably traitor. <laughs> uh, basically, the Kremlin's like, we're not so sure this is all what it seems. Like, weren't the Americans just suddenly so interested in being just so helpful? Like, let's get the KGB involved. Like, <laughs> just make sure old Ramus didn't have something else up his sleeve. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who, when have the Americans ever been helpful? Oh, wow. <laughs> this is suspicious. <laughs> yep. Wait a sec. Uh, so on day the 16th, right, the rescued yep. crew from the Red October, the ones that didn't defect, are given uh, a kind of a propaganda tour of the U.S., including, like, good food on the boat, yep. which makes them have to go to the bathroom a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they note the guy who was sent over to the doctor is trying to, like, don't look around. Like, just go to the bathroom and come back. Uh, <laughs> They get a wall of attention from the reporters when they finally land, um, and they get an airlift with in-flight booze over the suburbs of the U.S. And like, wait, isn't yeah. it interesting how many people have houses here and right? cars? So many, so many yeah. own them. By the way, if you wanted to ask for asylum, that's cool. Just FYI, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, the Russian ambassador is back at the White House, uh, asking the president why he's kidnapping his people. <laughs> It's like no, 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 no. We don't, we don't do that. By the way, well, what about this missile sub that was so close to our shores, huh? Like, 
I really enjoyed that scene. That? Him turning this whole whole thing into an accusation on him. Like, what the hell are you doing, buddy? Like, right? <laughs> maybe you're the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want to let everyone know you've broken treaties and stuff. Wouldn't want that. Uh, yep. But the ambassador ends up leaving and talking over with his driver, who's like a senior KGB agent. And then Judge Moore pops out of the closet and is like, listen, this is just really uh-huh. nice. <laughs> this is just really nice for us. Like, uh, the Russians might figure everything out later, but like, what story are they going to go with? That, like, when their senior guys had a coordinated defection or whatever story that Henderson and Cash has come up with. Like, so, like, we can't lose, guys. Also, we're going to mm-hmm. take care of this Ryan. Because I guess he figured it out mm-hmm. yeah. originally. I don't know. He's too. He's a smart cookie. He's a smart dude, but he's just an analyst. Yeah, right. Just an analyst. <laughs> he's a desk jockey. Yeah. He didn't even want to work for the CIA. He really he just, just wants yeah. to write books. Never mind yeah. that he did some like hard boiled like dive shoot shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Took out the guy who's going to blow up the ship with everybody on it and like make it into yeah. a big disaster, but. You know, uh, just yeah. an analyst. Yeah, I liked that we got an answer to an earlier question about if satellites would have helped track subs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a scene where the Russians notice um, some heat signatures in the sound where the Red October's hiding. And they're like, it's mm-hmm. not the right time of year for mating whales. Right. <laughs> That's another theme that kept coming up. I don't. Get... I... Does Tom Clancy have a fetish for whales or something? Like what? Oh, man. What's his deal? I mean, who doesn't? They're nature's <laughs> submarines. They're majestic. <laughs> <laughs> I I also like how he uh, he took he took pains to point out like uh, and by the way, the U.S. also got the satellite signal from uh, from a base that they had in China, so it's fine. Yeah, they know right. It too. Like yeah. we we know exactly what they're seeing too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, that, that seemed to be the thing. It's like there'd be a twist. You're like, "Uh-oh, who has the advantage now?" It's like, but it's okay. The U.S. is under; he's got it under control. Like, yeah, the Russians aren't better Never than fear. us, by the way. Like, <laughs> we outclass later. them every way. Says Tom yeah. Clancy. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the Russians like, I bet that's their Ohio ship hiding out, afraid of our missile subs. So let's just track it. Um, and yeah, and right after, like, by the way, the U.S. has battleships well within striking distance, so no, not to worry. Not to worry. Mm-hmm. So all of them decide to bugger off home, uh, and they're trying to take the surviving Red October crew home as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. interrogating over what what happened. Like, well, how'd that one guy die? Like, the guy from before, the Politico or whatever. Didn't your order mm-hmm. seem just so odd? Like, uh, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We just did what we're told. Like, we followed orders. Like, anyway. Yeah. Round of vodka, I guess. Yep. Yep. What? Like, were you... Are you in the practice of questioning your orders, sir? Like, this is what our <laughs> captain told us to do. Uh, Ramus is up and about again and getting acquainted with uh, U.S. Navy breakfast and asking questions about American life. And I think this is what you were talking about earlier, Chris. Like, yeah. Ryan's like, I'm told the thing people like you notice first is all the food. And the cars. Yep. Yep. Delicious McDonald's and stuff. And uh, <laughs> they swap stories of how they both got into their professions. And Ryan's struck with what uh, what the defectors actually had risked. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I had to miss, like, shopping for skiing Barbie. But this guy, like, 
his whole life was on the like mm-hmm. and everyone in his ship yeah. but he makes note of the human connections they were forging yeah then on the 17th day uh the red october the dallas and the third one the the pogie right pogie the pogie they are uh setting back out Ryan and the skeleton crew of Americans slash Russians left on the RO are helping steer, and the subs dive all quiet-like. And Ramus is kind of annoyed that the Americans are already really good at running his sub. Like, stupid volunteer army, but... <laughs> but guess what, guys? Guess who was there the whole time lurking? Tupolev. Remember that guy? <gasps> Tupolev. This is Tupolev all along. Like, he'd been right there. What? That one dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, he cut he cut off from the pack just like the cook did. Yeah, right. Yeah, to stay behind, stay behind, and stir up some shit. At first, mm. I was like, "Who the hell is that guy?" <laughs> but he was on my sheet of paper, so I'm like, "Oh, it must have been the guy from the beginning." So, yeah, mm-hmm. that was the one he was supposed go. to meet up with. But anyway, he's like, "I'll just follow along and see what's what here." Uh, this is where we have the side note about Jonesy looking through the uh, the lockers in the Red October and finding just the most disappointing porn. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And then they try to sell the Russians on, like, you could have your own computer, man. Like, Apple makes a computer. Like, you could have it. Yeah. That oh. was a little interesting conversation. A whole computer. So I'm well, picturing an 2, Apple II. bucks. Less yeah. than a car, but you could have a computer. Yeah. That that also reminds me about how like uh, uh, what was it like the somebody said a long time ago like the the prices of computers never change just the specs yeah true so like computers do, computers have been two thousand dollars since nineteen eighty apparently right. a decent computer wasn't <laughs> well maybe a decent but I was like I can my fine enough MacBook Air was nine hundred dollars yeah. Well, except your MacBook What's Air is basically an iPhone with a bigger screen. It's a better than that. <laughs> no, it's the same processor. <laughs> well, I don't know. Mine's old, so it's a different processor okay. than the current ones. Specifically, the Air is basically a big iPhone with a keyboard. Yeah, but they're yeah. going towards that with a lot of their other True. computer lines. True. Ish. Not all of them will, I don't think, but, but that's you like could, their big you achievement. Could, you could play the hell out of Oregon Trail on your MacBook Air, though. That's true. <laughs> and number munchers, I bet. Well, let's see. What, what year was this in? Well, let me just double Early check. Early 80s. I just did a thing. So $2,000. Okay. So $2,000 in 1985 is equivalent in purchasing power to about $5,000 today. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with video games. Like, video games have been $60 forever. Yeah, Even back when sixty dollars was like two hundred dollars. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now they're going up to like seventy dollars. I don't like it. I don't either. I don't like it. Well, they got to pay people somehow. Yeah. 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 Especially if it's a Nintendo game, like it only gets more <laughs> expensive the older it gets. Like, dude, it's right? Like wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. They should have bought like an unsealed or a sealed copy of uh, Legend of Zelda then, and it'd be worth thousands now. Right. <laughs> yeah. And stock in Apple, but. Right. Anyway. I wish I had stock in Apple from then. <laughs> I'd take it from now. I don't care. It's only 150 bucks <clears throat> for share. I have that. Anyway. Yeah, you could totally be an Apple <laughs> shareholder. 
One share, please. Uh, <laughs> you still get to vote. Doesn't matter. I vote for vote in their shareholder uh, stuff. For them to bring Fortnite back to the App Store, I don't care. To do I think it, they are. I think they I think they're. Out. I, can't I think they're not. I think. I was pretty sure I heard that recently. I think. I think they're not. Anyway, I could be wrong. These are the important things we need to cover in this podcast. Like, can you yeah. play Fortnite on your Mac right now? <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> no, you can play it. You just can't get it from the App Store. Anyway, yeah. three ships are leapfrogging each other. Uh, and then the story is also leapfrogging from one ship to another very rapidly here. So uh, Tupolev gets everyone into attack positions. They get ready to ream their assholes, he says. Oh, boy. <laughs> but then the pogey hears them charging up. He's like, oh, fuck, ping all the pings. But the Red yep. October is too far away and just carries on. But there's red alerts and shields going up and et cetera on the Dallas, at least. Yeah. There's uh, much pinging going on. Like, so much, so much pinging. And like right rudder and like kill engines and whatnot, but mm-hmm. yeah, basically all that boils down to runs. all four ships are heading basically the same place, and yep. Jack Ryan is chain smoking. So yes, yeah, and also steering. Yes, yep. And then man, like for some reason, <laughs> surely one other person could have steered. Like yeah, apparently not. I feel like they lost some time being like, dude, five degrees. Like yeah, ten. No, five. Five degrees. <laughs> but anyway, like many, many things happen here, but basically it boils down to an underwater dogfight, which is complicated because Tupolev realizes that this is the Red October, so he knows how Ramus is going to act. Mm-hmm. And he knows that the other ships won't fire on him because they don't have permission and don't want to start a war, but he does have permission because he can fire on the Red October. Yep. Yep. Uh, and none of the U.S. ships are really able to communicate each, with each other very well. So it all comes down to, like, pings and guessing. Yep. Yeah. Um, all of this kind of culminates when Tupolev fires two torpedoes at Red October, one which mm-hmm. they are able to shake off, the other which hits them midships, but the Red October saved because their battery cells are so thick. It's like basically having a heavy armor out on the outside. Uh. There's a, an air bubble that comes up, comes that, which they're able to kind of hide behind. Everyone plans what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dallas switches their sonar over to a different mode, which sort of mimics a Russian ping and fires off a decoy torpedo that's supposed to sound like a ship. And they mm-hmm. move in. Uh, Ramus starts to go left, basically. He's going to zig, but then he's like, wait a minute, I'm going to zag. Go the yeah. other way. And that results in what sounds like two Russian sonar pings to the guys on Tupelo's ship. Uh, but he comes about hard anyway and fires at the Red October, who responds by ch- charging headlong right at the other sub. And yep. the torpedo hits them, but bounces off unexploded. So I guess they have a mm-hmm. safety measure that keeps them from blowing up too close to the ship. Yes. Yeah, and then he fucking plows right through. Like he does the Goku Bam. move, like headbutts the sh- yeah, right through yeah. the damn thing, blows it to smithereens, basically. Uh, yep. <laughs> everybody surfaces and checks out the damages, of which there really isn't that much considering. But yeah, basically he took advantage of that thing was built like a brick. Like, yep, yeah, so he plows straight through here. So they never fired a <laughs> shot, and the, everything's cool. Uh, day the 18th, which is basically just falling action, but 
Mm-hmm. Red October's tugboated into Norfolk, and an admiral jumps on board and shakes hands with everybody. Mm-hmm. Ryan slips out after checking on Williams and is taken to CIA HQ to debrief and given a lot of liquor. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> All the higher ups are well pleased and they have many scotches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan's like, you know, there could still be survivors down there. And they're like, no, there couldn't nope. be. Like, we're not going to go do that. <laughs> Too risky. And uh, so, yeah, Ryan has three drinks, is put on a TW flight back, back to London, falls asleep. The yeah. end. The end. The America. end. He has he has no trouble with airplanes anymore. No, because submarines, because right. submarines. But also the three scotches probably helped. I don't know. Yeah, probably <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> probably helped a little. <laughs> so yeah, the end. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. So yes, uh, I don't think I did it very much justice, but that last scene I thought was really really good. Mm-hmm. All the different action stuff. It seems like I, I pictured a, a Star Trek movie at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the okay. torpedoes. Because that's how I contextualize all this stuff. And I'm sure they stole it from actual <laughs> sub-warfare, but you know. Like Undiscovered Country. Yeah. 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 They're going to cut over and and then Captain Kirk's like, fire. Right. Oops. I always have to blow the ship up at the end of the movies now, but anyway. <laughs> so what did you think guys overall one of them fell asleep when I asked them that yep it's... <laughs> so overall was it what you expected um, I don't know I think it was a little better than I expected but mm-hmm. I didn't really know much about what to expect so i just kind of came in yeah. like open yeah open it would be entertaining which it was yeah not every part was easy to get through but like we've already mentioned like it built up pretty well so that this last part was just was a bit more riveting yeah and really i think worked in the end yeah painting those vivid pictures of of them hunt, of the subs trying to get each other and whatnot so agreed and yeah it was good. Yeah. Definitely a product of the Reagan era. <laughs> you th- I thought. You think? <laughs> kind of evident uh-huh. in the writing uh-huh. a little bit. But I think that makes it a fun kind of artifact from the period, too, especially given how popular it got in yeah. culture and kicked off Tom Clancy and all that stuff. So Right. It's good. It's worth a read, I think. Well, I hope so. If you're only going to read one, <laughs> make it. If you're going to read one, maybe make it this one. There might be better Tom Clancy novels out there. I'm probably never going to read them. Yeah. So <laughs> this yeah. will be it again. Most of my Jack Ryan comes from movies and the TV show, and I'm happy with that. Right. <laughs> right. But I like to. I like knowing there's a lot of good detail in in the books, so it's right. available for people who want to jump in there and whatnot. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. What do you think, other Chris? Yeah, so uh, I really liked. Um, so one device, I guess, that he used all the time was was this. Uh, you know, he would he would start off with a heading mm-hmm. that says like the location where everything's taking place. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
right? So like, you know, every, every time you get to a section, it says like USS Dallas or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or, you know, USS Pogi. Yeah. Like, um, and what you, what you notice, I guess, like throughout this section is that those headings start getting closer and closer together uh, yeah. as mm. he starts like cutting between different locations faster mm-hmm. and faster. Mm-hmm. And I think that contributes a lot to like the, the, I don't know, the feeling of urgency, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the, I don't know, the suspense and the action. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I really, uh, especially, especially that, uh, that little fight scene at the end between, mm-hmm. uh, between the three submarines, four submarines, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, was really great. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point that uh I started to think about but I didn't get quite as in depth as you did, but I'm like the first section it seemed like you'd be with Ramus for like 40 pages, I'm like okay, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on, move on already. Yeah. But now that you've got that baseline, you can he can pull that off with much more success being like just jump around, like I don't have to reintroduce you to Jonesy and Mancuso and everybody, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I like that they kind of dopplered in on each other mm-hmm. in those sections. Um, so would you recommend it? Are you going to read another one? Are you going to need to read another one? <laughs> what do I you mean, think? I probably, I probably wouldn't. Yeah, like I mean, I, I'd, I'd recommend it. I guess, like it's. It's good if that's your thing. Yeah. Like, it's... I wouldn't say that it's bad, and I wouldn't tell somebody not to read it, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but as far as, like, going out of my way to recommend it to somebody, like, I don't I don't think that I would. Yeah. Um, but... But I, I did enjoy it, um, and... But... Yeah, it's just it's not really my genre and I probably wouldn't seek it out on my own. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't I'm glad I I'm glad I read this one though. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. I I agree with that. Like uh like Chris was saying it's definitely more of like a time capsule. I don't see why anyone would be like, "Oh, you have to read this right now." Like Yeah. If you missed it, you right. missed it. If you happen to like military books, this would be one I recommend cuz it's one I've read. And you, you one of like two probably already read it if you like military. Probably books. so. Feels like yeah. a, an entry. Point. Seems like yeah. Like oh, if you like fantasy books, have I got one for you? It's called The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I might recommend it if someone was really into like very technical sci-fi mm-hmm. and wanted to get something something new. Like like I guess I've been saying on each one of our episodes, like if you're into that kind of deep dive detailing of technical stuff, yeah, then this, this would fulfill that pretty well and also have interesting characters and stuff. And it's different Mm -hmm. enough from my day to day that it could feel like sci-fi, even though it probably is very accurate to real life. So, Mm -hmm. and just pretend they're on a spaceship instead of underwater. It's fine. There you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, like there are sci-fi series where they basically just do that. Yeah. 
like like they there uh, I can't remember the name of the series but I had a I had a friend that was reading this thing and it was essentially they just they just took like historic battles uh-huh. and then put them in space. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like that was it. Yeah. Like that was the entire series. Yeah, why not? Just go for it. Yeah. 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 Just go for it. Um yeah, but I probably wouldn't read another Tom Clancy book. Uh certainly wouldn't seek it out. Although if I did, I'd probably enjoy it. You know? Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. like there's T V shows out there. I'm like, I'm sure I would like this if I had time to sit down and watch it, but I just don't have yeah. don't have time. I it was like, an investment. I would say uh if if I was at the airport or something, yeah. the airport bookstore. <laughs> yeah. And like that was that was what was on the shelf along with a bunch of other stuff that I had no interest in. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I'd pick that up before other things. Yeah. 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 Agreed. At least you have, you, <laughs> you know, it's going to be at least passable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well thought out, but I, I guess I'm interested to see how the movie goes and I'll be interested to hear your guys thought about Jack Ryan in general. Cause like, I don't know. We read James Bond. I'm like, yeah, I could see how this character could carry a franchise. But from this, I'm like, uh, you, this is your main guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just an analyst. It's just an analyst. Yeah. He just happens to analyze things really well. Right. <laughs> I'm the best at analyzing random things. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'd be interested to see what other shenanigans he gets into, but not, not like James Bond where I'd be like, what like what's he gonna do next time? Like what exotic lady is he gonna bed and drinks are right. he gonna create? <laughs> yeah, it's more like what what new Barbie is he gonna buy for his daughter? <laughs> what admiral is he gonna write a biography about in this book? Yeah, and get it totally that... totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think the next one he should get his daughter is that astronaut yeah. Barbie that came out. Yeah, yeah. You know. I was also kind of disappointed that they, I mean, they checked the skiing Barbie, but we didn't get the scene at Christmas where he got to give her the mm-hmm. skiing Barbie. Like, yeah, that's what I expected to happen. But no, nope. I I would have like, maybe, maybe it would be super hokey, but it would have been funny if he had it like on him or something. Yeah. And like <laughs> the box ended up with a bullet hole in it or whatever. And he's like, sorry. Right. <laughs> If he had done his action role for the cook and he got shot and he yeah. thought he was dead, but no, the bullet lodged into Barbie's skull. <laughs> stopped it. Her soft plastic skull. <laughs> Which became shrapnel and lodged in his chest and killed him. <laughs> he otherwise would have been fine if it wasn't for the Barbie. Oh, man. And they, they have to make sure to tell the daughter that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was your goddamn Barbie kid. <laughs> have they ever done a movie where the reverse, like, Bible in the pocket thing happened? Like, now I want that. <laughs> <laughs> guy gives him something that he keeps in his pocket and gets shot right there and it lodges deep enough into his heart that kills him. <laughs> it goes been, just deep enough. It would have been in and out otherwise, but no. Yeah. <laughs> you killed him. <laughs> Your Bible killed him, but anyway. <laughs> so now we gotta go and gotta watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. There it is. Hooray. Sean Connery.
I'm Sean Connery. Yeah. I'm Russian. Lat yep. Latvian. Or whatever. Not Scottish. Yeah. Nope. Except totally Scottish. Not not Scottish Spanish either. <laughs> right. <laughs> if it turns out Captain Ramus is actually an immortal uh -huh. and can only die by cutting off his head, that would be awesome. It would be. It would be pretty like, awesome. We're going to sail the uh, the Red October into a church graveyard because that's holy ground and you can't fight there. <laughs> Sorry. I would watch that version. <laughs> yep. That'd be pretty great. So, I mean, we already talked about like spooky movies and stuff, but do you guys have anything uh -huh. else that's good? I think worth going over. Um... Oh, no. Shrug. Shrug. Switching switching browsers on my phone. That's not exciting. Ooh. So. <laughs> what did you switch to? <laughs> uh, just Firefox. Just Firefox. Trying that out. The it's their beta for Android one. It's uh, supposed to be hmm. better. Firefox or Android beta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I read a thing about uh Chrome. I'm like, well I've been meaning to try switching it up for a bit, so I did that. Yeah. Chrome is supposed to be doing shit. Google's like, oh yeah, we're making it more private, but it's supposed to make, like, I don't remember what it is right now, but it could make it much more easy for third-party people to, like, track your stuff when you're offline and yeah, build a bigger profile of you and possibly link information together about you that shouldn't be right. readily available to an advertiser. So Right. Mm. They're like, just get rid of it. And I'm like, well, I'll try. We'll see. No, but didn't you hear Google says first, first do no harm or whatever. Do no, e do no evil. <laughs> Don't be yeah, evil. Everyone else has been like, they've been saying that shit, and then they keep doing this other stuff. Yeah. And yes, they're concerned about people's privacy, but they also want to be able to still sell ads. Right. So yep. they're like, that's the thing. Eventually, you're, even with protecting your individual privacy, like stuff's just going to get put together in a way that doesn't really keep you private. Right. Other than maybe not actually using your name in a data set. Okay. But it's okay. also the things like, hey, it's going to be able to track, like, when you have your screen turned off and, like, how much engagement you have with a website or not. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if I want people knowing that stuff about me either. So, yeah, like, we'll try this other one. We'll give Firefox a try again. I used them a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, I don't really pretty like comparable the as far as I remember. Yeah. Do all so the far, same stuff. Same experience. So. It just maybe doesn't eat so much RAM up. Right. <laughs> and has better privacy protections like muting cookies and doing other things and all that. So Yeah. Especially since I'm talking about the changes Apple's been making with their in house stuff. So I'm like, you know, maybe we should all be focused a little more on privacy. Yeah. Take some of that back from the, the tech companies as much as we can and and whatnot. So Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Especially fucking Facebook. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The stuff we've been hearing about them. It's terrible. Just the stuff they know. And they're like, yeah, that's okay. We know about it. For years. <laughs> I'm like, we oh, know. all right. Thanks. We know. We know. <laughs> There's a thing on it's 60 like, Minutes for today. about it. Some yeah. whistleblower from Facebook talking about how they're like setting up all of this like. I don't know, community activity stuff to monitor disinformation. But then as soon as the election was over, it's like, okay, Trump didn't win, disband everything. We're good. It's like, but we're not. We still need <laughs> we're, No, we're good. It's fine. <laughs> no, we're not. 
Then like, oh, an insurrection? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Still, Vaccine we're not going to get information. We're not oh, going to no. we're not going to do anything about that though. <laughs> Still not going to. Like maybe we should just not have Facebook anymore. I don't know. I would yeah. miss it, but also wouldn't really be It's like would my life really be that much worse if there wasn't a Facebook anymore? No. Probably yeah, not. I mean, you just not. have a way to get uh cat pictures delivered to you. Like we just have to switch over to a group text instead. Yeah. That's really the only thing Facebook gives me now anyway, so Right. Yeah, because I go on there, I just get upset. Like, I try to go on there and check out what people are doing, but then I get mad at extended family members who are like, <laughs> I'm not getting the vaccine. Blah, 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 blah. Like, oh my God, please. Could you I'm just? just... Now I have to ignore you. It's like, could you just get it and stop chilling? People are like, I'm not afraid of the virus. I'm like, I never said you had to be afraid. I'm like, but you should respect its power. <laughs> like, the virus doesn't care you. if you're afraid of it or not. It does. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh oh, that I'm guy's like, a badass. Point... Leave him alone. At this point, I can actually honestly say, do you want your kids to die? Because uh-huh. kids are getting it down, they're dying from it. And, or do you want your kids to grow up orphans? Because it seems like you're going in pairs. Because you died? Yeah. Yeah, like, again, I kind of default to, like, I'm active in the grief support subreddit. Yeah. yeah. And there's just so many people who are like, I lost my dad to COVID, I lost my mom to COVID. Yeah. Shit like that. Or like, I lost my sister, who was like 31. I'm like, great. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, like, my the it's, president of my high school died from it, and he was vaccinated, but he was seventy six. Yeah, and he got vaccinated like back in January, and he caught it like this was about a month or so ago. We got an email about it. It was like, oh, he's going to the hospital. He's been vaccinated, but he yeah. should maybe be okay. And then it was like, oh, well, he's getting oxygen help. And yeah, then he was on a ventilator, good, and then he was dead yeah. all within like a week. Yikes! Events go in. It's just yeah, not not so good. No. No. Anyway, so that's not exactly good. But right. I hope, Fire, hope Firefox works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Circling I'm back sure to the, will. the, the it good has part. So far, let's, it lets me have lots of tabs open just like Chrome. If so. more people use Firefox and less Facebook, the pandemic might have been over already. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, other Chris? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've we've actually been watching a lot of this show called Taskmaster. Yeah. It's uh, you can find a bunch of episodes on YouTube. Actually, uh-huh. okay. um, it's uh, it's a British TV show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the the basic gist of it is uh, there's there's a it's all comedians. Yeah. It's all like British comedians. Um, and there's, there's a guy who's kind of like the, the host slash assistant uh-huh. who's, who's also like the producer of the show. And then there's the taskmaster who's also like a famous British comedian. Uh-huh. And then there's a panel of like five other comedians that they get for like each, each series. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically what it is, is they just, uh they give them tasks right like they all get the same task and uh and then you know they just they just film them going about like how they how they actually do it so like there was there was uh there was a task that was like um like make make the best meal 
for the taskmaster uh-huh or like make the best uh sorry make the best flag meal for the taskmaster flag. and like mm-hmm. had to make it basically something edible that looks like a flag ah, okay right and so and so like it's it's all comedians like trying to be like creative and uh-huh. You know, hmm. like it's it's usually pretty ridiculous the kind of stuff <laughs> that they end up coming up with. Okay. Like, uh, in in this particular case, like there ended up being like a Canadian flag made out of red licorice and stuff, and they're like, <laughs> "Well, it's not exactly a meal." Huh. <laughs> and like, disagree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> if you eat enough of them, it is like, come on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah anyway i'm i'm not doing it justice like it's it's a lot better than it sounds i guess uh, one one really good one was like uh um talk to this swedish person (laughs) so they just they just went into a room right Uh and and you know the the task is in an envelope on a table right Uh and there's just this guy sitting in there and it's like, you know, talk to this Swedish person, um, you know, find out these things about him. Yeah. And but the thing is, like, he can only speak Swedish. Right. Right. So, like, so you have to, like, ask him these questions and, like, try and figure out how he's. Uh, yeah. Uh, answering. Oh. And like, you know, some some people are like, like trying to get him to spell stuff out, but like he's actually spelling the words out in Swedish. So it doesn't uh, help right. them at all. Yeah. And like, an English you know, somebody, somebody's like trying to get them uh, to do like charades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to, to figure stuff out. And then like, uh, like one person actually had the genius idea of calling her friend that speaks uh, uh, Danish uh-huh. and like like maybe that or Norwegian and like, maybe that's close enough that she can understand. <laughs> right. And she ended up, you know, figuring out all of the nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so basically then at, at the end, like they tally everyone's time uh-huh. and like how many answers they got and they score them appropriately. And nice. At the cool. end of the episode, they determine like a winner. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to get it's... some of the view. Yeah. Yeah. You, you definitely should. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not doing it justice. <laughs> Are they like it's what okay. twenty minute episodes? Are they quicker than that? Or yeah, they're they're about twenty okay. minutes. I think half an hour yeah, or something. You chunk through a couple of those in an evening. Yeah, yeah. Taskmaster, eh? And say on YouTube. Yes. Yep. Well, some of them they they have they have an official channel that has a oh, ton nice. of episodes on it. Perfect. Yeah. But use your Firefox browser to get there. Like, yes. Don't go through Chrome. No. Then they'll know you like Taxmaster. They'll try yeah. to like sell and you like ads for Swedish of... dictionaries and I mean, but that'll happen anyway if you're logged <laughs> into YouTube. Oh. Because yeah. Google owns YouTube. So. Use a VPN. Use someone else's account. <laughs> <laughs> Set up a burner. You throw account. away YouTube account, yeah. right? Hotmail will still give you an email address like for free. Yep. Yes, they yeah. will. Anyway. I'll have to check that out. Um, so I think the thing I wanted to bring up was, um, playing through a game called Kenna Bridge of Spirits for PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Um, I randomly saw it on a Reddit post, decided I needed to try it out, but I'm liking it a lot. It's, uh, it's 
kind of like a mishmash of a whole bunch of stuff I liked in other games, but the main idea is that you're a spirit guide, so you help spirits leave the mortal world and go back to wherever spirit world. And Kenna okay. is going through this really very pretty like forest environment. So it's got kind of a Zelda type environment, mm-hmm. but the forest has been corrupted for whatever reason. Some sort of big disaster happened there and killed basically everyone living there. And so you have to find oh. the different spirits and help them cross over. So uh, you kind of have levels based on the main spirit you're trying to help move on and you get you know uh random demons that you have to fight off and like pacify but you can also unlock different parts of the the forest but it's interesting because you can see its dna like from a whole bunch of other places like you know zelda and Mm -hmm. got like the climbing from uncharted and some of that platforming type things and the combat's mm-hmm. very similar to God of War, and like you find these things they call the rot, which are like these little forest creatures. That the more of those you have, the more stuff you can do, and they can help you move stuff around, or uh, um, you can turn them into like a battle monster and fight stuff off. But mm. they're also kind of like Pikmin that way, so it's kind of combining a whole mm. bunch of stuff. But mm. I guess mostly it reminds me a lot of Jack and Daxter because it's kind of that ancient civilization exploration type thing but okay it's pretty cool it was only like 30 bucks so uh i've got a lot of enjoyment out of that so it's interesting though a lot of people are like oh they just ripped off all these other games like but but i mean (laughs) (laughs) isn't that just games though like come on yeah. How many brands? There's nothing new there? under the sun. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, it's very pretty. And the general theme of being like, oh, everything's shit over here, but I'm going to go help it out and make it yeah. back to how it should be. It's very calming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> calming. Sounds like it. Sometimes the combat is bullshit, though. But, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just because I'm not very good at it. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. The, the concept reminds me a little bit of Okami. Yeah, yeah, oh, similar, yeah, very similar in that part. Uh, also, you can um, buy hats for your little oh, your fun. little spirits, so you can unlock okay. different hats. That sounds adorable. <laughs> That's always fun. Like, yeah, I was sort of disappointed because you spend a lot of time collecting these, you know, like gems. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's currency, and you can only use it to buy hats. <laughs> as far as I found, the only point is to give your little guys different hats. Well, there you go. <laughs> but it's funny because you know the the guys are in whatever scene, and it's randomly selected which ones they'll be. So sometimes you get the one who's got a unicorn hat in this series cut scene. But that's perfect. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. I think I got one more spirit to pass by, and I'll be done. But uh, but we'll see. I'm expecting to have to play that boss for probably a whole evening. Because mm. it's Zelda-like, you know, I eventually figured out that uh, everyone has weak points, but they don't do a good job of telling you what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once I found him, like, oh shit, I could I could have beat this guy really easily. Kind of like Mega Man, you know? Yeah. Like if I just use the, the circular saw... This guy takes three shots. Like four hits. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, anyway. Anyway, that's what I got. Uh, 
All right. I'm going to hit stop over here. Okay. Yeah. Because it's tomorrow. Stop. Has been for an hour and 15 minutes here. Yeah, but that's in the future. Yeah, it is. Because you live in the future. I do. Okay, that was our session for today. Homework for next time is, of course, to watch the movie. At the time of this recording, you can stream it on AMC+, which is something I just now heard about. And it looks like that's something you can do a seven-day free trial of in your Amazon Prime video thing. You can also rent it for about $4 on Apple TV or on YouTube for about $3. I'm willing to bet your local library has it to borrow. Or if you're old school and willing to wait just a bit, it looks like the movie will be on broadcast TV on AMC on November 3rd at 8 a.m. Central. So set your DVRs, I guess. Anyway, let's close things out today with some on-second thoughts. Okay, apologies up front for preaching, I suppose. And I recognize that if you've come this far into the pandemic, are able to get a vaccine, and haven't, that's probably not an accident, and I'm not likely to do much to change your mind. But let me just say, I've seen way too many stories of people being very casual in their COVID response, right up to the point that they're on a ventilator and are asking for prayers and miracles on Facebook. And just another reminder that you might not realize which of your friends and coworkers are immunocompromised and would be forever grateful if you did what you could to make yourself one less potential vector for infection. Also, it's free, and you get the 5G wireless and built-in GPS, right? What's not to love? Anyway, today's episode was found stashed in the kitchen freezer next to an alarmingly tall pile of dead bodies. Thanks to Chris, Chris Ham, Chris, other Chris Jacobson, was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. didn't call this you you weren't they got two shots on goal the whole game <laughs> and they kept yelling at the poor ref like the kid is 14 like right trying his best to just <laughs> look at like watch everything oh Someone's man like are you all paying this kid yeah. too like i'm pretty sure he's a volunteer he's making eight dollars for the game probably right <laughs> it's like okay i don't have instant replay all right and i was looking over here i didn't see if the kid had a a handball like outside the box it do- it just doesn't matter <laughs> but, like all of them are just yelling at everything that happened I, really feel like I, I would i would love to see a 14 year old kid eject a parent from a game uh, though dude right that would be great i just want to go there like with you but i have a sign and when the other parents keep getting out of hand i'm just gonna wait hold it up it just says it's just gonna say this doesn't matter <laughs> right <laughs>